Keon, watching your career and just kind of the way you've been moving um, from the outside, it just looks like you, you're you driven. Like you motivate me with the fact that I feel like since you've made up your mind to become an actor, you haven't looked back. You know what I mean? Like it feels like that's been your that's been your your driving force. That's been what you've been going after. Um, and what would you say is kind of the 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 secret sauce to that? Like, how are you staying so driven? How are you staying so motivated? Um, I stay driven through conversations like this. Mm. You know, having conversations like this, you know, my platform originally, I don't know if you remember those days and I was on Snapchat with all the motivations and things <laughs> like that, all the crazy stuff I was doing. That was an attempt to motivate other Aggies primarily, but yet other generations that are coming behind me or even older individuals, older generations to say, you know, go ahead and do this. So what keeps me going is the impact on people, you know, that desire to want to say, hey, you know, if I can do it, you can do it, too. So let me show you how it's done the best that I can show you the way that it can be done. And that's just getting out here doing it, making those sacrifices, taking those blows and to ascertain that knowledge, to be able to pass that down to anybody else who's trying to follow the same path. You know, so my, my gasoline is definitely motivating others. You know, it isn't the money. It isn't the clout or the fame It's really just to say, you know what, let me do this or whatever and try to be a shining light for those that are coming behind me. And that's the thing, man, as far as your gasoline, man, you're on fire, dog, because when it comes to being motivated and when it comes to people who I know um, that are going after it, you come top of mind. And so just kind of like taking that straight into our conversation about legacy. uh, Just a few minutes ago, we were talking about Chadwick. Right. And we were talking about how with him passing. Um, it, it, it made us look at his legacy a lot more. It made us look at what he did for the culture, what he did for all of us, how he represented us. And when I thought about you and I think about your 10 year career, your 20 year career, your 30 year career, as we start going into that, um, how important is your legacy to you? Well, legacy is very, very important. Um, you know, um, we mentioned something earlier in our conversation, legacy over resume Mm. and, you know, chat with, you know, uh, that was just a terrible loss for me. You know, he was definitely one of the goats for me. Somebody that I looked at as an upcoming actor, following following behind him in his footsteps, as he set an example for generations that are coming, such as myself. You know, um, you know, it's important to be able to establish that kind of legacy and impact because when it's all said and done, it's about how have you affected someone else, how have you affected their career and their choices. You know, um, chat with you know he that loss, it it. It fueled me in not just my professional life, but even my, you know, personal life. You know, it just kind of showed me how, you know, how how life can be so short and just taken from me. But ultimately, you know, we all know that he was dealing with that for about four years, but yet he st- but yet he kept going. And that was a huge, huge drop of motivation and encouragement to say that, you know, through all things thick and thin, you should have got to keep going to leave that mark and leave that legacy and not do it you know, um, just for any other purpose, uh, any other purposes other than God's fulfillment and the fulfillment of others, you know, so that requires not necessarily taking every single opportunity because every opportunity may not necessarily be something that that could catapult someone else into a direction that you're going, right? You can only guide someone where you're going or you can only guide people places where you've been, you know what I mean? So, so with that being said, you know, um, Jack's was chat was lost and, just the concept of legacy of a resume has definitely propelled me to taking roles that are motivational, that have some kind of impact or some kind of purpose to it and not just doing things just to say that I did it and, and was just a part of something. 
And you know, it's so interesting that you said that because I was thinking about quality over quantity. And when it mm-hmm. comes to acting, I think that um, getting roles, getting spots, I mean, it's, it's, it's a real competitive field. And I think about actors who've done a small or a relatively small amount of roles, but have gotten big success versus mm-hmm. actors that have done a ton of roles and haven't really seen the same level of success. So somebody that popped in my mind was like Mike Epps, right? Like we all right. know Mike Epps from all the hood classics and we know him from all the, from all the, all the joints that we still love, but he, to me, hasn't reached the same level of success as like um, a Michael B. Jordan, who relative to Mike Epps career has probably done less movies, but has done some really, really standout um, performances. Or my man, Daniel, um, I think it's Daniel Kaluuya from uh, Get Out, who uh-huh. he's only done really a handful of movies that you can think about. But already he's starting to solidif- solidify himself as like a big name black actor. And so when you think about quality versus quantity, what advice do you have to give to other actors about trying to decide, like, should I do a bunch of movies and get out there or be super selective? Um, well, in reference to Mike Epps, right? Mike Epps is definitely one of my favorites, man. <laughs> that's my guy. <laughs> that's yeah, definitely one of my yeah. favorites, right? You know, um, unfortunately in the industry though, we kind of get, you know, typecasted into certain roles or things like that. So I don't necessarily know his story to that capacity to say that this is what happened. Mm. You know, but what, what I will say is that in regards to a Daniel Kaluuya or a Michael B. Jordan, right? You know, quality over quantity. You know, they were in positions, you know, that allowed them to get the kind of exposure that everybody could relate to. You know, for example, right? You know, um, or something that everybody would relatively find um, entertaining or agree with. It makes sense to some capacity, right? So, um. You know, those two guys, individuals, you know, those two individuals specifically, you know, I look up to them both. Right. You know, for the you know, for the amount of work that they've put in, you know, for the roles that they've had. Michael B. Jordan has been in the game since he was a child back, you know, in the wire. And yeah. He's like, he's a child. Yeah. He's a child star. You got Daniel Kaluuya who's coming out of nowhere, you know, but that's you know, that's that speaks to the quality versus quantity. It's not just quality of the actual project you're a part of. It's also the quality of your work. That speaks volumes at the same time too. That leaves that impact, you know. So, um, I think it's very essential that you know um, that it's important to think about the quality over the quantity. It is not to say that every role is a bad role or that you just can't take this role or that role because it may not fit where you're going. But essentially, it's important. You know, Kevin Hart says something very, very, uh, very pivotal. You know, he said um, in his book called The Decision, his audio book called The Decision, that you know he had declined a role uh, to work. Um, that would have put him in a position to work with another fellow A-list actor of his. Mm. Um, he declined the project because he felt as if the project wasn't going to propel him to that next level that he's trying to get to. He felt as if it was going to keep him in the same place or take him a couple of steps back. So having that con- having that concept in your mind, you know, when picking roles and opportunities, you know, how is this going to propel my career forward? Is this going to be a hindrance? Is this going to allow me to be stagnant? Or is this something that's going to really push my career and challenge me to be able to better myself as a person, let alone better my craft. How do you know, though? Like, how do you know when looking at a at a role, looking at a script or even meeting the director or the creator? Like, how do you know that this is really going to be something that is going to elevate you? Or is it sometimes just a leap of faith, too? Um, It's both. It's a leap of faith. You know, you, re- you read the script. You know, of course, you do your homework. You do your homework on the director, your fellow castmates. 
you do the homework on what the project is actually is actually about, and you ask those questions. You know what, what's going on here. What's what's the purpose? Why are you doing this? Right. You know. Do you once you kind of get that, do you you, you kind of then take that leap of faith at the same time too, because things do change on set. Mm. You know, things can change. You know, you get that contract, you sign that. Things can change. You know, based on based on the director or writer's discretion, or even the producer's discretion. It just depends on what's going on. So even then, it's also a leap of faith. You got projects. I have projects that I've done that probably did not get the most exposure that it could have gotten or should have gotten. However, the purpose and the meaning behind the product, I mean, behind the product or the project was so purposeful. And it was a story that impacted so many people. You know, um, it's their stories, excuse me, that impacted so many people beyond measure. It's just, it's just unfortunately, you know, uh, it's an industry where, you know, of relationships, it's an industry of, of exposure. Um, and it's sometimes you know, it's just banking on that opportunity and banking on the opportunity requires that faith, you know, and once you acquire that faith, you just kind of got to keep going to get to that next spot, that next spot, that next spot in hopes that that right person will see you and your career will just continue to go on and such. When you find that director, you find that cast and crew that you really mesh with. Do you try to continue to keep creating hits with that team? So I think Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler, right? Like, I think that the run that they had with Fruitvale Station Creed and then Black Panther, you look and you say like, yo, the two of them together are like a dream team when it comes to directors and actors. And and there's, you know, there's a plethora of combos like that. Do you try to like really keep that wave going or... Do you let that moment have happened and then you try to see how well you would still mesh with other actors and other directors? Um, it's a combination of both, Wari. You know, I mean, you definitely want to keep that relationship alive and going with with the potential to be able to work with them in the future as they be, as they continue to grow. You're also growing. Your craft is growing. Their skill sets are growing. You know, um, your ideas are growing. They're becoming more innovative, you know, so. You definitely want to keep their relationship as much as possible, you know. However, that's a two-way streak, you know. Let's, you know, let's mm-hmm. skip out on the, on the professional side. Let's talk about life, right? Yeah. You know, you know, people want what they want when they want, and if they see if they see that you're no longer suitable for them, you know, most people kind of move on, especially in an industry like this. And that's okay, because in that process, you're still also developing relationships with others that are also doing the same thing you're doing, that have aspirations to do the same thing that you're doing. You know, when I first started my career, you know, one of the mistakes that I made was trying to always get in contact with the legends. You know, your Denzel Washington, Samuels, Wesley Snipes and such, you know, Bass, you know, Angela Bassett's, you know, that whole army. Right. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you try to build those relationships and jump into their circle, but their circle is already, you know, pretty much closed out. You know, it's not that they won't walk you, welcome you in, but, you know, it's, again, it's a process. Right. You know, so one, one lesson that I learned was not necessarily just chase those who are already, you know, formally established to build those relationships to be able to work with them, which would be great. But it's also extremely, extremely imperative that you also establish those keen relationships with those that are also rising up with you, right? Because essentially, you're a new generation or a new wave of individuals. Yeah, that's, that that's your class. Yeah, that's your that's class. Your, that's your class, exactly. So Michael B. Jordan and Daniel Kluge and them, that's, that's kind of like their class, you know what yeah. I mean, for the most part. You know, and meanwhile, you know, down here, we're developing our own class and our own content and hopes that, you know, whether it's Hollywood, New York, Atlanta, even Chicago, Wilmington, New Orleans, you know, across the board, you know, will actually be able to pick up and recognize it for what it is as they start to see the familiar faces across new peers and new projects in the new generation. 
Keon, I got to tell you, man, I, I'm loving every bit of it. Um, I really, I'm really just kind of soaking in all the gems that you're dropping because I think you're dropping a lot of really good ideas, a lot of really good like thoughts and 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 ways that we should be kind of moving and maneuvering, especially aspiring actors. Um, but to kind of close out this segment, uh, what's one last piece of advice that you would like to give for aspiring actors? And then after that, tell us where we could find you and, and keep the conversation going. <laughs> the same thing that David E. Talbert to told me on set of Almost Christmas, focus on the craft, not the fame. Mm. If you love it, it'll come to you. If you really build your craft, all of that will come with the foundation of understanding the craft and what you, what you have in your arsenal to work with. So if you're an aspiring actor, or if you're an aspiring, if you're an aspiring artist, period, or any kind of professional, right? Any industry. Focus on your skill set, your talent, your craft. Build that, and once you build that, everything else will handle itself. You'll be you'll you'll find yourself walking through doors, not because you have one point one million followers on Instagram, which also plays a vital role in twenty twenty. Like there's a new there's a new age of things. It's not the old days, but you find yourself walking through those doors because they have no choice because you have that talent, you have that following that believes in your skill set and your following. I mean, you're up and your talent. You know, um, so that's the advice that I would thoroughly give any actor because it's one of those situations where, where you, you can actually get that spot, right? You can get that spot, you know, in that A-list movie that's doing number one. But why is it doing doing? Why is it doing number one? Is it doing number one because of the production and the and the marketing, or is it or is it number one because people want to really genuinely see your work? You know, but you also have actors out there that may be in that spot, but who knows? You know, depending on Ryan Tomatoes, they could have done a better job, so to speak, for lack of a better saying, right? You know, not to not to be negative, but it's one of those things, right? You know, are you what? Why? Why did you get that spot? Is it because of your craft, or is it because of popularity, or any other reason? We so love to hear. Hey, Key, where can they connect with you? A lot of our actors who are going to be listening to this are going to be like, "Yo, this really moved me. Um, this got me started, and I, I would love to like reach out to them and maybe see if I could like throw any more of, of of questions or anything your way. How can they reach out to you? You guys can find me on any social media platform um, at Keon R Mitchell, all one word, no underscores. K E O N R M I T C H E L L. Keon R Mitchell. You can find me there. I actually answer my DMs. You know, I'm not that popping yet. <laughs> you know, yeah, so I actually answer all of my DMs to the best you know, of my ability when I can and things like that. And I'll try to drop as much knowledge as I can to push that motivation platform. So reach out to me if you guys got any questions, I'll answer. Last question for you too. Um, if someone's listening to this podcast right now and just off of the nuggets that you give them, they're motivated. They're like, yo, I want to get started today. Like I've listened to it. Today's the day I'm going to get started with my acting career. What advice do you have for them for getting started? First thing first, I would definitely consider getting headshots. So find, find industry standard headshots, guys. You know, no, no distractions in the background, not too much going on, just real, no fashion forward headshots. You know, yeah, real good lighting, just you and your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so nice industry standard headshots. Secondly, I would definitely make sure that you're getting in somebody's class and understand some techniques, understanding your way about approaching the craft. And then thirdly, get you an agent. You know, um, it's easier to kind of maneuver through the industry when you have an agent because most casting directors, producers, directors, they want to work with an agent 
and not necessarily the talent until you kind of get into that spot where you kind of are in that position to where they want to talk to you directly and kind of go around your agent. So I would definitely say if you want to get started with your career, definitely make sure you get those headshots, make sure you get into some classes and make sure you get your agent at some point. Ladies and gentlemen, travelers, that was Keon Mitchell. Remember, as you take your journey of a thousand miles, take it one step at a time. Thank you so much, for Keon, for being here with us. Thank you for dropping those gems. We so appreciate it. And we're going to make sure that we take some action items off of everything that you shared with us. Thank you for having me, Ori.